You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. And good morning on a Friday. Friday, yes, Friday morning. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So a couple of things. Uh, Knicks did lose to the Warriors last night, as you heard from Marco. Uh, No Carmelo, no Derrick Rose. They're hurt. Okay. Uh, And you also had the passing of Craig Sager, which we will go through, of course, through the morning with a lot of clips, a lot of reaction. Steve Kerr did something really cool last night before the game. Um, You know, Greg Popovich talked about it. And, of course, he was on with Boomer and Carton about a month ago or so, I would say. So a lot of reaction coming up through the morning. You also had the Thursday night football game. We got the Jets and the Giants this weekend. I want to play a couple things for you. You tell me what this sounds like and talk about complicating things. While probably nobody cares about the Jets and Dolphins based on where the Jets are right now, I'm playing this not because of the game but because of Brandon Marshall. Listen to this and tell me if you can, if you have any idea. You played flag football. I sure did, Jerry, in a co-ed league. Tell me if you have any idea what any of this means. Trip right, Z half fly, 60, protection, Y bingo X post. I think, tell I, me the play. I, I think trips means three wide receivers. That is true. Do you Nailed have any it. idea what the rest of it means? It sounds like one guy's going to go long fly. <laughs> Perhaps. And then someone's got to stay in to protect the quarterback protection. That's like seven different things I in that 10-second quote. Well, I don't know if you nailed it. Oh. I mean, you got a couple of things for sure. And then the other quote that I want to play for you, because Boomer's got some explaining to do. And Craig is going to be overcome with joy. This is from Brandon Marshall? This is from Brandon Marshall. The point of this is they're talking about Bryce Petty, and he's trying to you know, explain what a young quarterback has to go through and why so many young quarterbacks really do struggle when they first start. And listen to this, but more importantly, it's 16 seconds. Listen to the end. I'm very upset with Boomer. Here you go. He has to go out there, identify the mic, check the clock, what coverage is it pre-snap, send the guy in motion, can't forget the motion, identify where the clock's at, check again where the snap's at, hike, hike. Hike, hike. He does. He does say hike. Boomer says that doesn't happen. Uh, Boomer says they say hut. Right. He says hike, hike, hike. hike. Craig has always said hike, hike. So he's going to be a little happy today. Also, identifying the mic. I always feel like it's whoever number fifty-two is. It's the guy in the middle. They always go fifty-two's the mic. <laughs> in most cases. Most yes. cases, I think. Though, like, if you're, is that always the like the middle linebacker? Uh, that's what the mic is. Yeah. And if the quarterback knows immediately who quote the mic is, doesn't ever shouldn't everyone know who the mic is? Uh, I would think so. And usually, if you're watching the game, you can identify. Right, like you the said, mic. It's the guy in the middle. So why do I need the quarterback to shout out I, that guy here in the middle is? I always wonder mic. this when you watch, and the Jets have done this a lot. The Cowboys were doing this on Sunday against the Giants, and they were doing it back to them where the defensive line is shifting all over the place. I don't understand how the offenses have any idea who is doing what. And if you're a defense, 
There was one game when I was covering the Jets in probably 2007, I want to say. I went up to Foxborough for a Thursday night game, and Mangini had this bizarre defense, and it was awesome, where he had guys just standing around. There was no set defensive alignment. It was you would look on the field, and he and I forget who the players were at this point in my, with my mind, but he would have four or five, six guys just kind of milling around, and when Brady would snap the ball – they would all just run in different directions, and it worked because they played very well. But I don't know why we don't see more of that for confusion. I would also yell when the quarterback was yelling 52's the mic. I would yell the quarterback's number. I'd say number 10. Number 10's the quarterback. You're such an idiot. Get him. Uh, did you see any, and I, why would you, but did you see any of the Thursday night game Rams, last night? Seahawks game? Yeah, I mean, wow. The uniforms were... I, Eh, okay, I didn't lime mind green. The, I, yeah, that I didn't like. I, I didn't right. mind the Ram uniforms, but those lime greens, I, I don't go for that. Very ugly. I think we're over the color rush thing. Uh, no, apparently we're not. Oh, we're still we're, doing We're still that. going to do that. Yes, a couple of things from this game that I took. Uh, I watched the extended highlight package. You sure it's did. It's funny. Uh, L.A., you talk about just killing yourself. Jared Goff throws a ball on the first drive to a wide-open wide receiver who literally just drops the ball. Drive stills going on. He then has a wide open receiver in the end zone and throws the ball four feet to the guy's left and misses it. They go for a fourth and one. They don't get it. But beyond that, they had one of the worst fake punts you will ever want to see where Hecker, the, the punter, they probably have to get 10 yards. They throw like a six yard out and he underthrows the receiver a couple of yards beyond that. It was just brutal. Well, he's the punter. Yes. You know what they should have done for the trick. Put the quarterback back there, pretend he was going to be the punter. Is anybody going to scream? He's the punter. And then when he then you right. fake it, you have a better chance of completing that pass. Play a couple of clips of Richard Sherman. I know you love him. I heard he was being a tool last night. Well, you could say that. The Seahawks have a first and goal from the one, and Pete Carroll decides to throw the ball. They go incomplete. It was almost intercepted, and he goes berserk on the sidelines, not just to anybody, to Pete Carroll. Even though he doesn't have anything to do with the offense. Correct. Richard Sherman. Here's Richard Sherman uh, after the game. Uh, basically explaining that he was not happy. I don't like when we throw the ball at the one. We throw an interception at the one. You know, luckily it went incomplete, and I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to let them continue to do that. Yeah, you're still playing the Rams. Like then they'd have to go down the length of the field on your defense. But forget that. I wasn't going to let them do yeah. that. Who are you? Here is more. He went right to the head coach. I was letting Pete know. Yeah, yeah I was making sure Pete knew that we're not comfortable with you throwing the ball at the one. We're not him. He's not right. comfortable. And then the follow-up. And how'd that go for you? It went great. They ran the ball the next play, got stuffed, and then they figured out a way to get in the end zone. Yeah, yeah they by threw passing. It. Right. <laughs> exactly. I would have, like, because the game was against the Rams and they can beat the Rams easily, I would have sat them down for a series. You know, it's interesting. The final score was 24-3. This game was closer, though, at times. It was a 10-3 game at halftime, and the Rams had opportunities. They're just not good. I mean, yeah. you know, Jared Goff got sacked every time, and, and Sherman almost killed him on a rush uh, he scrambled out to the left, nearly got in the end zone, and he should have run out of bounds. And instead it was one of these, oh, maybe I'll try. And Sherman just lit him up, and he went into concussion protocol. And I want to make sure we get to this story, Jerry, before I run out of uh, time. Jamal Anderson, the dirty bird from the yes. old uh, Falcon uh, teams. So he he's not had a great life since football. He's uh, gotten in trouble a couple times. So evidently yesterday he went into a uh, convenience store in Georgia. I'm confused by this story. Go ahead. Yeah, I read several accounts to try to piece it together. And from what I've read, he walked into this convenience store and first started handing money to the uh, person behind the counter. Then uh, Jamal went to the back by the freezer section. 
Then he returned back to the counter with his uh, pants down. And he was uh, doing things by himself, to which point the police were called. But then the police didn't arrest him because the person behind the counter did not press charges. Now, the worst part is, if, uh, if that isn't the worst part, because Jamal was was probably had some drinks in him or something, they, they called an Uber for him. Now, imagine you're the Uber you're the driver. driver. <laughs> right. Who am I picking up? A guy that just exposed himself in a convenience store? Touching now, your now penis. why, why, oh, why? You why, know that can't get on the air. Why, if there, I'm sure there Stupid. are cameras in these places, right? Right. Why can't you just take a look at the camera and arrest them for indecent exposure? I guess the person, yeah, I don't know. I, they they say that the person has to press charges, which I don't understand. Mm, I didn't, I, I honestly would have thought if you had proof that he was doing that, right. you could just arrest him and that be the case. But you're right, the poor driver shows up and he's got to, and what did he just do? Come on, guys. I mean, that's, it is weird. How yeah, drive some of this these guy guys, home. Like, you've been drunk before, right? You've had drinks. You have. Of oh, course I have, have, right. At least once. One time. You'd never think to do anything as bizarre as not. what some of these guys do. So I don't so know. So maybe they're another. Maybe they're mixing cocktails or something. I guess they're just they're so off the rocker in a lot of these cases. It makes no sense whatsoever at were, all. Were you like the Dirty Bird back in the day, Jerry? Did I lie? I was not yeah. a Falcon fan. No. Oh, you were not. No, 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 not at all. Mm. No interest in uh, Jamal Anderson or the Falcons or anything like that. So, and one other one from football. But we take a quick break. So Michael Floyd got released by the Cardinals um, yesterday, well, two days ago, after he was arrested for DUI. Ironically enough, over the weekend, I think it was late Sunday night, early Monday morning, and I had asked Boomer. You know, if the Cardinals were having a good season, do you think they would have kept him? Maybe suspended him for a game, but would they have cut him? And he said, "That's a great question." But he even said. Someone's going to pick him up. And the Cardinals, uh, the Patriots picked him up immediately. As if they're not good enough already, they go get, who's a pretty good receiver, a little strength and a little depth. Yeah, I don't like that. When when you, that guy was rewarded for a DUI. Well, what I don't understand about this is, I get, there's part of me that understands why the Cardinals cut him. The other part of me says, he's a good player. He did wrong. You give him a second chance. Why not just suspend him for the rest of the season and start fresh next year? Right? Yes, I don't understand. Instead, you've now strengthened the Patriots. And say whatever you want about Belichick going out and doing this. Why would you sign him? I get that. But they're trying to win a Super Bowl. And I don't know the details of the DUI arrest. But if you're the Cardinals, I just don't understand why you just don't suspend them for the rest of the season and then worry about that in the summer. And then I saw they worked out Devin Hester, the uh, kick return specialist. Yeah, also, everybody. Yes, work out everybody. Patriot Nation. Hmm. Uh, quick break. Boomer and Carton coming up in a few on a Friday on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFA. Right, good Friday morning to you, Boomer and Carton coming up in about two minutes. Just quickly, if you're just waking up, I know the Knicks played late last night. You didn't miss much. They lost to the Warriors 103 90. Derrick Rose didn't play with the sore back. Carmelo Anthony had the shoulder injury. Remember, he said he was going to have a rest day or two after the trip. Well, last night, I'm not calling it a rest day because they said sore shoulders. So he he is out with that. They'll play in Denver tomorrow. Nets in Orlando tonight just quickly as well. Uh, the passing of Craig Sager will do a lot on that with the show coming up in just a few minutes. Seahawks beat the Rams 24-3, clinch the division. Rangers beat the Stars 2-0. Blackhawks over the Islanders 5-4, and the Blues beat the Devils 5-2. One other quickie for you, Al. And this is on the – this story came out sometime yesterday afternoon that the NFL was looking into – uh, the idea that the Giants were using walkie-talkies uh, in the Sunday night game against the Cowboys. 
to me, is just much ado about nothing. So who has the walkie-talkies? Well, usually the backup quarterback has it. Ben McAdoo, apparently his communication with Eli went out from headset to headset. And so he used a walkie-talkie, according to all these reports. Literally, it turned out to be for one stupid drive, of which they didn't score on. So who cares? I say through an interception. Now, did Eli Manning actually have a walkie-talkie in his hand? Because no, that would be awkward. <laughs> how would he play with that? Right to the right to, oh, the to his headset. Yes. The problem is, I guess the league and the in the building, the communication gets shut down with 15 seconds to go on the play clock with the walkie-talkie. It isn't. But honestly, who cares? It really had no impact on isn't the game funny, whatsoever. Yeah, they, they leave that to like some random guy sitting up top to push the button. And, and who knows off. if he's doing it? Of course, he's not doing it. The voice of Craig Carton, who comes up now yep. on the fan. Uh, 